Well, we want to welcome you all to the Moss LeRae Show. We are live with the audience. Let's hear the audience one time for us. This is episode 80. I mean, we've come a long way with episode 80. But before we, we jump too far, I want to welcome Micah Dixon to the stage and the Moss LeRae platform. How are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling good. Thank you for having me. Yes, yeah. yes. Got you out of the studio. I out know. of the what is it? Summer Jam happening right now? Yes. Okay. I saw I saw the IG. I'm like, it's going it's going down this weekend. Yes. Uh, uh, next Saturday. The next 26th. Saturday. Uh-huh. So any Summer Jam lovers in the audience, get your tickets. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they're online, right? Yeah. Summerjamcle.com. So, there you go. Yeah. Easy plug. Easy plug. Well, yeah. um, just thank you for joining the show. We're gonna jump right into. I want you to go ahead and just share a little bit about yourself and and what you have going on. So my name is Micah Dixon. That is my radio name. I work in radio uh, for Radio One, Urban One. Um, it's a huge company. Been there for eight years. I do the midday show, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, started in radio years ago before commercial. I was internet radio, building a brand. Um, and I will say, I didn't want to be in radio. I had no idea I would be in radio. That was not my goal. You know how we set our own plans and God be laughing like, yeah, okay, I see you. But I wanted to be a pediatrician, then a sports agent, and then somehow I wanted to be on TV, got into radio Disney, went to broadcasting school, got into radio, and now I'm here. And I have two kids, two males. Um, my story is so long, y'all, so I'm trying to get it to you short. Um, what else? I have a garden now. I'm into uh, being self-sufficient, eating healthy, eating right, cleaning my body out. I'm into fasting. Uh, I love taking walks in nature. I'm into history, real big on who we are as a people. Um, we come from Israel, so that's where I'm at with my mentality. So if you don't know, that's where I'm at. Um, I love God. Right now, my season for me is to water myself so I can water those that are around me. But if you want to hear my show, we do affirmations on my show. We do those of dope. That's advice and encouragement. Um, 107.9, and if you're online, zhiphopcleveland.com, weekdays 10 to 3. So, and the podcast. Give us the oh, podcast. yes. My Mind of Micah podcast stands for mom, and that's all about mindset. I'm big on our culture is shifting forward out of this, what do you call it, out of this stagnant thinking sleep. we've been in, being in sleep, being oppressed. I'm sick of it. I'm so tired. So my, my podcast is all about pushing our thinking forward out of this limitation, out of environmental limitations. No, we are so much more. And I want to make sure my podcast speaks to truth in here, spiritually, emotionally, and who we are. So, yes, it's called Mind of Micah. It's on YouTube, and it stands for mom. Again, I'm a mother, not just my kids, but a mother to all. So that is me. That's it. I love it. I love it. And we, we show love, right? Mm-hmm. So make sure you guys follow her podcast and, and her IG. We're going to make sure we drop those links post host the show as well. Yes, yes. So entertainment, right? I mean, it, it's a it's a it's a difficult industry to mm-hmm. navigate through as a woman, as a beautiful woman yes. at that. So like what's been your experience navigating that through and also staying true to your core values and your faith and your belief system? Ooh, it is a lot of work. It is not easy. But I will say now where I'm at, um, things have gotten easier. I've learned, I've butt my head. Um, but you know, entertainment can sometimes be a dark industry. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, uh, where do I go with this? So in the beginning, um, started off just a little bit naive in this industry. Like, oh, it's going to be just talk on the radio, hit a button, you make money and that's it. No, this went from that to me building a brand. Uh, went from me seeing things about... Dang, I don't want to get too spiritual. Can I? Come on, come on. Should I, y'all? Because I really want to keep it. 
I know he said quiet on set, but I'm not really a quiet person. I talk a lot for a reason, but um, man, there's just so much going on that we just don't see and don't know because the warfare we're in the spiritual is not a physical thing and I live that every day. So having to navigate with people who may want to, you know, hurt me in a way or, or speak things over me in a bad way, it was not easy. There's a lot of snakes out here as our friends, even in this industry, it's a lot of snakes. A lot of those are like, hi, how are you? Great. And it's like, nah, your intent is, is evil. But now that I have discernment in my body and in my spirit, I know better. Now I can read you as a person. Like, I see you for who you are. Before you even get next to me, I already felt your spirit. I know what's going on. So at first it was hard because I was just trying to fit in. When I say I can't fit in for nothing, when I say being in darkness, I can't dwell and stay in that, when I say I, I'm like, I'm trying and I want to kick it. I want to, you know, do these things. It's like, I'll be in there. But it's like, that's not for me. It's not for me. And I asked my mom, like, Ma, I just don't get why it never works out. And she said, it's not in you. Yep. It's not in you. So having to navigate in it now is way easier that I have God as my head because that's what keeps me right here. Because you can, you're going to hit detours like left, right, here. This look good. This feel good. This is this, this much money. Like, nah, it may not be for me. So now it's easier. But at first, I would hit my head so many times. So many times. And let me just say, you're going to hit your head. It's an experience. Life is a journey. But now that I have my discernment, yeah. my intuition, I trust it. Now my, my conscience is like, nah, don't go over there. It's not for you. Don't touch that. It's not for you. Don't sit with this person. It's not for you. Now I know better. So Man. It, got, it has gotten easier. Yeah, I can yeah. definitely relate. Just navigating through and understanding like what's for you and what's not for you. Yeah. I think with social media too, it's like, oh, I, I can see myself doing that. And like even you sharing like you wanted to be a pediatrician. Like, mm-hmm. And life just takes you like... Mm-hmm. And, and, I saw the, probably everyone's seen that meme. It's like the path is straight, but really the path is like all these detours yeah. and everything going around. Yeah. Um, but navigating through, and, and I think the, one of the key pieces is, um, is the support system. So mm-hmm. I heard you talking about your mom. Mm-hmm. Is there other people in your life that is like, nah, that's not for you, or it kind of keeps you grounded in who you really are? Um, because it is harmful out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there you talked about the snakes. So how do you, I guess it's, it's more so, that support system, how are, they, how are they supporting you and kind of keeping you in that belief and, in, and grounded in who you really are? So where I'm at right now, like to this very day, I lost a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even tell you. Like, I, I look like the popular person. Shoot, I don't have no friends for real. But um, I will say I have people that pray for me. Yeah. I am now walking into a new tribe that we are on the same alignment. Mm-hmm. Meaning we, we, we seek the same things. We want the same things. Our, our foundation is the same base. Our goals is the same thing. So my mother is a big support for me. My mom wanted me to be a nurse for so long. She wanted to be a nurse. She has nine kids with my father, 47 years, and wow. it just didn't happen for her. And uh, she's like, go be a nurse. She's so smart. Go be a nurse. I'm like, I don't want to be a nurse. And when I finally got my breaking radio, she was like, I'm just so proud of you because you really wanted to do it and you did it. And I'm like, I needed to hear that because you wanted me to be what you wanted me to be, yeah. but I didn't want that. Um, so she's a big support for me. She keeps me prayed up. When I dream dreams, she, I call her for discernment. Like, I had this dream. What that mean, mom? Like, help me. Um, my manager is a big plus because he's my my rock. I can lean on him for anything, call him for anything. Um, my children are really, like, that's, like, my love support because my kids love me unconditionally. And they give me so much life that you can't find it anywhere else. Um, friendships, yeah, I feel like people, for me, they come in seasons. Mm. I've realized that not everyone is meant to, to be around you forever. And I have, as I've gotten older, again, um, in this season right now, I've realized, like, okay, that person was for this lesson, this reason. This person, this lesson, this reason. And now it's just for me, my support 
it's probably my coworkers the most, if anything. Wow. So, yeah. Man, I don't know about y'all, but speaking my language all the way. I don't know if you've yeah. read my book. My book is in the back, y'all. But <laughs> this is, a, I feel like for a lot of folks that are in tune, aligned mm-hmm. spiritually mm-hmm. Um, and walking in purpose, it's a similar story in the sense of the friends. Like, my sister is here. That's, that's been my, my ride or die. And a lot of people. Who, hey, sissy. That's, that's my sister. Um, but I don't, similar, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, who can you trust? Who can you be vulnerable with? Who can you build with? Um, but I'm learning now about the seasons as well. Yeah. So it's like, I think we're kind of in our culture is like, everyone's like besties and like, you got to talk, talk to that person all the time, yeah. but like, that's not real life. Yeah. Um, and so now finally I can definitely relate in the sense of the tribe. I feel like this tribe is starting to come around mm-hmm. and it's like, it's, it's catching fire, but it's catching fire because I'm in alignment mm-hmm. fully. And I think we had, we hear that like you attract what who you are yes. or what you're participating yes. in, yes. and it's it's fact. Because yes. I remember I used to attract some mess, and I'm like, man, Ooh, why this drama following? I had a sermon today. It was from Pastor Darby. He was like, uh, you attracted that because your spirit mm. stink. You have a stinking spirit, Ooh. so you be like, oh, this man, that's my type. They always come find me. You know, your Mm-mm. spirit stink, so yes. they, they can smell that on you, and they shouldn't, but. Listen, I'm telling y'all, I've been a stinky spirit though. <laughs> yeah, so when he said, I was like, ooh, he hollered. But yes. I've been on this walk since a year and a half. And how I got here was my sister started using drugs. Okay. When I say I'm in this industry to help people, but I couldn't help my sister, I, I was, you know, mad at God about it. Like, you, you, my family's broken and you want me to help these, this mass of people who I don't even know right. can't fix my sister. Why would you put me here? Like, mm-hmm. what? So me and him, we know we bump heads go at it because I don't play it. I be like, you supposed to be my daddy and do something about it. <laughs> Pull up. <laughs> yeah, so, um, man, when I say he just so good, I can't even explain to y'all how, like, life be lifing. Yep. You hear me? Life be lifing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get through it, but please either carry me or pick, do something yeah. because I can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah. Me in his body? No. No. Yep. It's no. that effort, too, and I feel like it's better to get carried mm-hmm. than try to run on your own. Mm-hmm. I just came out of a season of um, having to be literally carried, and I'm like, yeah. oh, don't put me down now. Like, no, I, I like it up, <laughs> up here is way better than trying to force things and trying yeah. to, like, knock on doors. Yeah. And I think, too, like, as you climb through as a woman who's growing your brand and your network, it's like sometimes I feel like, we're knocking on doors that are meant to be closed. I'm a big supporter of Sarah Jake Roberts. That's my yeah. that's my girl. And she yeah. was just talking the other day, like, we pray for doors to be open, but she's like, I pray for doors to be closed. Like, show me the doors that are supposed to be closed so I'm not over here banging my head or trying to bum rush through. The opportunity is not really destined or purposed yeah. for me. So in, in this process of I, I can see it, I can I can oh. feel it, right? And, and that growth is, yeah. you talked about gardening and, yeah. and other aspects of techniques and practices, like, in that, what are you experiencing um, as you're in the garden? Because I think it's so critical because we've, as a people, we've stepped away from that. We've got lost, especially in the urban, in the urban community. That's where our roots are at. So you getting back into that and finding your, your true identity in that, how's been your, how has your experience been like just in the garden? Um, plant, what are you planting right now? Like, okay. what are you eating in the garden? <laughs> so, so now I'm, I'm getting the harvest. So I did okay. plant in like spring. I put down some zucchinis. I put down tomatoes, jalapeno peppers. I put down carrots. And yes. uh, at home now I have my collards planted and my broccoli because I'm getting ready for the, the, the winter. And when it's, you know, put them greens on yes. with them peppers. But um, I started gardening kind of out of the blue, right? Um, 
I just had this, this sense in me at one day, like I want some land. And I used to want a big house, three bedroom and all this, but I was like, no, nah, I want some land. Yeah. I just had this feeling like I want land. So I had did my ancestry's research and all this and all that. I didn't know my family was farmers. I didn't know wow. we had a farm. I didn't know any of this. So then I'm like, wow, I want land so bad. Oh, it's in my, my genetic code and my makeup that, that I come from farmers. I didn't know that. Wow. Um, so when I got with the earth, when I started gardening, it gave me um, peace and freedom to just like learn how to love the earth and you know love the earth nurture it and it gives me gives back to us i get so much peace i get so much like zen or whatever they call it like the little green things that be above us like i get so much good like you doing like this is a well-being for wow. us like this is like what we should be doing like no shade to those that eat processed food i'm still getting out of it but like a lot of that food is killing our bodies. Yep. And once I yep. learned the truth behind what we eat and how, what is eating us, when it comes to our mental, our emotional, our behavioral state, it was like, I don't want to eat that. I don't want to feed my kids that. Mm -hmm. So what should we eat? Things that we can grow. Things we know we put down and we water yep. with this and yep. I know what came from it. Things that have a season in it. So, um, but it gives me so much freedom. I just feel like myself. I felt like myself and I, I'm happy to like talk to a plant. Like, it can't talk back, but it's going to grow. It's going to be right. like, hey, I produce you a fruit. When I had my zucchini, you know how big that thing was? It was huge. And I was like, oh, word. It's like, so I know y'all probably like, I don't know about plant talking, but they can hear us. Mm -hmm. They can hear us. Like, yep. you take care of it, it's going to produce for you a fruit. You have right. to nurture it. And in the same sense, it's like the way God watering us. Yep. Do you hear me? Come on now. The way he watering us is like, I'm watering you so when you produce that fruit, you know, I, I was taking care of you the whole time. Yeah. Same thing with this plant. I love it. I don't play it. Sorry, y'all. I'm not about to preach. I'm so sorry, but I don't play about God. I don't. I can't. I can't help no. it. Like, my whole life, I have been a favorite person, mm. and I ran from my calling for so long. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to cry. But I ran so long, like, trying to, like, mm. You're good. Trying to be what I wasn't because yeah. I, I didn't know who I was. So looking for yourself, you're going to hit your head, and that's cool. But when you get to finding who you are and you get to trying, like, I see it, but I don't want it. I didn't want to change. Yeah. I didn't want to talk different. I didn't want to be up here like, this wasn't what I seen for myself. I didn't have a plan of, like, oh, one day I'm going to mention God and be reading the Bible and learning stories and learning my true history. I didn't know that. So when it came out, I was trying to get away again, like, let me go over here because I, I know this. This is what I'm comfortable with. But this one caused me to have to put in some work and change. Yeah. I didn't want to change. Yeah. I didn't want to change. So you know what started happening? The devil started fighting my family. Mm -hmm. Mom in the nursing home, sister on drugs, brother schizophrenic, my kids, like, whatever was happening, but I still got to be on the radio and be happy. Right. Make it make sense. Mm -hmm. Make it make sense. So when I accepted who I was, accepted my call, I'm like, all right, I'm a light. I'm going to be a light. That's Everything it. worked out. Everything is working out. And it's still overwhelming, and it's still a battle. But when I say I'm not afraid to fight back, yeah. I'm calling my daddy. Let's go. Let's, I'm calling my daddy like, Lord, you better do something because I can't do it. Yep. So, and this is in this season right now. This is not a yesterday thing. This is like today where I still have to, I have my sister kids in my home. I have five kids now, not just my two. And so I have to get custody of them to raise them because, again, she's in her own season of finding whatever she's going through. So a lot of weight, I won't even call it weight, but a lot came towards my direction. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I plan this year to, to be, be married and, and have a husband and get ready to buy a house. And it was like, no, you thought you had your life planned out, but you're going to be doing this. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Okay, fine. So you're going to give it to me. Give me the strength to right. give me the grace and favor still and I'll get it done. So Because now you can go on farmersmeat.com, girl, because you out here, you got the garden going. This is like, I got a whole nother scenery now. This, this is a different, yeah, I know how to feed you and everything now. <laughs>
child. I'm so, ex- yeah. extending my territory. Yeah, yeah. Who would have thunk it, right? Yeah. No, but I, I think it's so critical. I mean, you touched on so many different pieces, like your story and walking that out. And that's what I wanted to create the platform mm. because you see, you see you and you see you in a personality, but you're a real person. Yes. Right? And that's why also we're talking with Trey later. It's just like, you're a real person. You deal with real stuff. Mm-hmm. And understanding the vulnerability that we have to have. And that's what I believe, like, it's the storytelling that's going to draw more people to the light. Yeah. Not us out here acting like we got it all together. And, and some of these platforms require us to smile all the time. And, and I'll cancel a whole day if I ain't feeling it. Like, I, just, I work too hard as an entrepreneur to be like, nah, I have to go to this night. No, yeah, I'm no. sorry. I really, I don't feel good today. Yeah. Like, I'm, I really don't. And that's my mental health. It might mm-hmm. not be like coughing and, and throwing up, but if my mental health is not in a state that I can actually deliver what is required of me, I'm, I'm not yeah. going to show up. And I think that now as we take power as entrepreneurs and creators, it's like now the power, that's what you worked for. Mm-hmm. You work to be able to show up as your true self. And if it's requiring you to show up differently, then maybe it's not yeah. for you or for you in that, in that season. I hear a lot of that in your, in your conversation yeah. and kind of your walk. And like you said in the beginning, like God laughs at our plans. I've been la- I continue being laughed at. I'm like, <laughs> wait, I'm not supposed to even be here in a Cleveland anymore because I'm yeah. not trying to be here because of all of the things. And I'm sure you are 100% familiar of the culture here, especially as you're trying to navigate through those lens. So with purpose, right, how does purpose like lead your day to day? You know, as you making business decisions, as you create a new podcast, like how is purpose and alignment driving those decisions for you day to day? Now, obviously, bringing your your um, your sister's children in your house, yeah. like that. No one's just saying like, I want to sign up for that. That sounds no. like I want to do something. I want to do today. I don't know if that's normal, but I will say, um, purpose is more so allowing God's will to be done, right? I was so big on Micah's way, my way, how I want it, when I want it. And it was like, you know what, let me stop. Let me get out of that because it's not working out. Mm. It's not. So if I can step out on faith and give this day, I always tell God, like, what do you want me to do today? Who should I talk to? What should I eat? Where should I go? You order my steps because if I do it, I know I'm going to trip. I may trip up. I don't know I'm going to say I I am, but I may trip up. Watch my words because what we speak is power. So, (laughs) but, um, Again, my calling is probably my purpose is just to speak. So as much as I speak on radio, I don't just take that for granted. I have a platform to use where I can tell the truth, and that's what I do. I don't get on there being somebody I'm not. I'm not about to sit here and, and portray an image of, like, this perfect person. No, I ain't. I'm just like you, going through right. the same thing. and maybe worse. Like, oh, your storm worse than mine, but I'm in there. Mm. So my purpose is to speak, and I'm going to speak truth. I'm going to speak love. I'm going to speak light. I call myself the speaker of life because I always go. be like, yeah, I'll be like speaking of my friends, like, you know, you can do this. And like, I, I speak over you prosperity and abundance and blessings and love and light, like, and camped around you. So yes. um, I use that and, and I take it seriously, even over my children, mm-hmm. even on the five kids I have now, I'm like teaching them, like, you're a light, you're a leader, you're a guide. This is who you yes. are. Not speaking to them. My, my nine-year-old watches his words. Like, let me not say that because it's power and it's out here. Let me not say that. I'm teaching him that now. So when it comes to purpose and my position, my purpose is to speak and live in truth. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing my best to do because I'm not a perfect person, but I'm going to tell you the truth about God, right, right. about my life, about my experiences, my testimony. So. And, that's, and that's, that to me is walking in the fruit mm-hmm. of what your life is, right? And so it sounds like Micah's a friend that you want in your corner. I mean, you pray for me. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love it all the way. So I'm going to ask you a couple, maybe more fun or lighter questions yeah. of, obviously, you're, you're in contact with a lot of celebrities, a lot of people in the entertainment industry. What's been the craziest interview or sit down that you've had to date? Crazy. And don't say Mas Ratio. 
crazy. <laughs> so I so the thing is, I'm always the one doing the interviewing. Right. So this for me is very different. Like I don't ever get asked the question, so I'm just like, huh? but um. Craziest? I don't know if I had a crazy one. I will say I had one that was very like uh, I didn't expect it. It was an artist. His name was Famous Dex, and okay. he would give like one word answers, like yes, no, yes, no, and I was like, wrap this up, <laughs> wrap this up. I can't do this. Um, a lot of them have been good. I love when artists are who they say they are in their music. Right? They're not different. There are some who you just be like, that ain't even how you get down. But you over here, you selling that. Mm-hmm. But you, that's not even who you are. Like, it's some who I even pray with wow. who come in my studio. And I, I always be like, Lord, I don't want them dark spirits mm-hmm. jumping on me or around where I'm in my space. Let me pray and, like, make sure when you come in here, you either going to feel something or you're going to leave with something. So Don't somebody, leave nothing. Yeah, don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's funny because my podcast, I had a guy on there who was like, uh, this is like my therapy. I feel good. Whatever was on me got off. And I was like, well, where is it at? <laughs> she got that stink spirit. <laughs> I was oh. like, okay, no. Uh-uh. no. My videographer was like, well, he means something in here. And I'm like. <laughs> it's the same. Bring the garden in there, all yeah, of it. No, for real. <laughs> so um, uh, before we wrap, before we wrap, because we can, we can chat all, all yes. night for sure. But first thing that comes to mind, I'm going to say a couple words. First word that comes to mind when I say it, God. Love. Cleveland. I heard the word riot. Ooh, that's what I heard. And I'm, sh- I'm not sure, y'all, but that's what I heard. Purpose. Truth. Podcast. Real. Guarding. Food. Love. Peace. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, Cleveland gonna change though. Yes. Cleveland gonna, I was in Columbus for four years doing radio. Okay. I moved home at 21. And that's when my life started to shift. Um, but Cleveland's gonna change. It's it gonna, is changing. Gonna, we it are is. changing it. And yeah. I, I know we got some people in the house who are doing that work too. But yeah. I think it's, it's these type of events that are intimate and grounded in, in faith and in belief and purpose that yeah. really are is shaping the culture, the new culture that has to take place here. Because one thing, and I won't, I won't preach either, but one thing about Cleveland is we lack identity. Mm. And so when riot came to your mind, it's, it's more so the lack of identity that has driven us into all these other places. We don't know who you are, right? You can speak to that. I speak about this in my book. It's like, if you don't have your purpose and know who you are, then you're anything to everybody, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. we, we know this as individuals. So the city as an identity, it's not there. But I see it rising and I see it rising in people like you and others that we are royalty. Yeah. And it's about time that we stand up for who we are and what mm-hmm. we claim in this land. Mm-hmm. If not, it's going to continue to be taken over. And that's really like, I think that part of the call to action with, you know, what you're doing, what others are doing, it's like, no, this is our time. We can't yeah. wait for someone to come save us. It's, like, not it's happen. in us. The mm-hmm. light and the love and the life is in us to give away. Um, so I love to end the show before I start preaching out my testimony. <laughs> um, I love to end the show with a pure message. That's what Masloray is all about, a pure message for our generation. Um, also known as a positive message. So what's your peer message that you can leave the audience with today and those who are going to be checking out this episode? Uh, today, I spoke about on the radio show um, not touching that unclean thing. Like when I say, again, you got to trust your spirit. That's the Holy Spirit saying, don't go that direction. Mm-hmm. Don't pick up that. Don't go here. Because I know a lot of things happen based upon our decision making. So we have to get better because your mind telling you like, no or yes, or no. So my mistakes came from me not listening. Like, I know, but I'm still going to go try. And it's like, boop. Touch it in high. Yeah. So it's like, don't touch that unclean thing. It doesn't just mean person. 
situation. It could be a contract you got to sign. It could be food you're picking up to eat. It could be poison. You don't even know, but you hear your spirit saying, don't move like that. Don't move like that. So my pure message is don't touch that unclean thing. Don't That's touch for it. me and for everybody in the audience and for you too. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let's give her some love, y'all. Thank you. <laughs> any any last things that you want to share um, before we, we we wrap all the way? Where can people follow you at? Yeah. What, what's new? What's what's what what people can expect from you coming up next? Uh, follow me at the Dope Dixon um, on all social platforms. I don't have Twitter anymore, but I do have Threads. I just feel like Twitter is a bit much <laughs> for my time. Now it's all X. Yeah. Long story with that. Mm -hmm. But um, at the Dope Dixon again, Mind of Micah is my podcast on YouTube as of right now. And uh, coming up, I got a host summer jam. I got a cruise. To, you know, be on what's boat, Lady Caroline. Um, a lot. And my garden, I got, I'm planting my fall things, too. So I garden vlog so you can see what I'm doing. I'm trying to yes. teach us how to feed us so we can eat right. We don't got to have these diseases, these inflammations, that mucus in your body. No, we, we breaking generational curses over here. So, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Drop the mic on that. Well, I appreciate you blessing the show um, and joining us today uh, for the Masla Ray show. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back. Michael Dixon, y'all! Give her some Thank love! <laughs> the Maslaray Podcast is brought to you by Breakthrough Sounds, a recording studio and media company located in Valley View, Ohio. Your creativity creates here. Schedule a tour today at btsoundscle.com. Welcome back to the Moss LaRae Show. Again, I'm your host, Alicia LaRae Ellis, and I have a very, very special guest in the building with us today, Trey Lewis. How you doing tonight? I'm feeling great. I'm Let's give him some great. love, guys. Let's, Let's give him some love. <laughs> Trey is in the building. Before you burn the stage on fire in the next 20, 30 minutes, um, why don't you just go ahead and share a little bit about who you are uh, with the audience? Awesome. So yeah, my name is Trey Lewis, born and raised here in Cleveland, Ohio. A professional athlete, music artist, um, founder of Trey Lewis Cares, my nonprofit foundation. And uh, I don't know, just uh, at the end of the day, a child of God. That's the most important title to me. That's my favorite part. That's my favorite part. Uh, so I want to just jump right into that. You know, navigating through the NBA, the league, um, basketball is not an easy thing to, to get to that level, right? Um, I know a little bit about your story, but I want everyone else who's listening, who's going to listen to this podcast over and over again, um, share a little bit about that journey, kind of navigating through the NBA and, and, and where, you're, where you're at with it now. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's good. Um, my whole life, all I could ever dream about was to make it to the NBA. Make that was my league. goal. Make it to the league. You know, growing up, that's all I really wanted to do. And so I put a lot of my, you know, time, effort, sweat, tears, blood, hard work, all into making that happen. And uh, it was a, a journey to get there. You know, I actually um, went to play at Garfield Heights High School. Um, I mean, the story is, is a long story, so I'm going to try to make it quick. But I uh, went on to play at three different Division One schools, Penn State University, okay. came back home to Cleveland State University, and then went to the University of Louisville my last year. And uh, at each place, I've experienced different hardships mm -hmm. and, you know, things you always have in your mind how things is going to go, right? You, you picture, I'm going to just be a first-round draft pick. You know, I know I had the game to do that, but things, you know, didn't work out in my favor in that way. I actually went undrafted, and my route to the NBA level was just different. And it was short-lived, you know, and for a long period of my life, you know, even though I went overseas and had an amazing career, I felt like a failure in some aspects wow. because it wasn't what I wanted. Yet, while people 
people on the outside looking like I'm living a dream. And, you know, uh, and it was a blessing, you know, but when you have certain expectations in your mind of how your life should go, you can't appreciate where you at. And now full circle, as you say, like, you know, where I'm at with it now is understanding that my journey is my journey and it's been a beautiful journey and I've really enjoyed it and learned so much along the way. Yeah, that's, it's amazing. And that's why, like, like I was sharing earlier, is like creating a space where we can talk about the intimacy of our journeys because it's easy to do a quick interview somewhere and like they just want the tray, Lou, right? They, they want the flash and all of that. But this part of you, where you're at now, I feel like, and just now meeting you like within the last two years and seeing where you're at now, it's just like, it's, it is a full circle. And so I wanted to bring you on the show to talk about that full circle because you know, we hear a lot, and I had this own experience. I played softball in college, and it's like it was like my identity, yeah. right? And so, for so many football players or hoopers, right, it becomes a, a part of your entire being. Yeah. So, for you, um, your identity and, and that shift that has occurred, like within the last three to four years, when when the NBA was is like on the shelf, who is Trey? Who is Trey Lewis now? Right, and. Uh, you mentioned before all the different hats that I wear and things that I have going on, um, but I was really serious about that title, Child of God, you know, um, and his son, being his son, and that is who I am, and learning that over the course of years and trials and different things, or having a lot or losing a lot, um, I've realized you cannot put your worth or your value or your identity in anything other than God. You can't because everything else will fail you and everything else has failed me in my life except for God. At some point, you know, um, you know, because people are people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But God is God and there's a, there's a big difference. So, yeah. Yeah. So so now in that process, right, purpose, we talk. I love talking about purpose yeah. on the show. Every guest I have, I want to talk about it because I feel like especially as um, alignment in, in your faith, purpose is, is driving you. So how does purpose drive you in, yeah. in your day-to-day, -day, um, obviously being a father and a husband, right. but you're also, you're also an influencer too. So how do you, how do you manage all of that and, 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 and keep in that, in that purpose and when to say yes and when to say no? Yeah, honestly, it's a, it's a challenge even to this day, but I would say it's step by step, day by day, moment by moment, you know, not really getting too caught up in the big picture of things and, you know, because I am a visionary, so I can see, right, I can see what the, the plans that God has for my life, and, but, you know, sometimes when you're in the process of getting there, it can become frustrating because it's like, I don't have all the things that I see in my head, like, I, I know it should be like this, so learning to be patient um, and, and really learning how to depend on God, so that's really been you know how I've been able to manage um, but Micah said something uh, like purpose is being in God's will mm -hmm. and so that's the, on the only way you're going to really be able to really know um, your true identity and purpose in life is to be in his will and what does that look like and from a, like a routine standpoint uh, we heard about the garden and, and those good things like what is it for you now um, that I know you're still hooping, right? I, I see the videos that see you posting on IG, but how do you balance? How do you create that balance for, for what your life is now yeah. um, versus what it used to be? Yeah, no, that's a good question. And it's, a, it's an ongoing process of, you know, you mentioned routine and it is about, you know, um, having a routine, but really it's about just spending time with God in the secret place. That's what I call it, the secret place, is when you just get along with him and it's just you and him. And it don't have to be you know, a, a rigid room or a, a, it can be just your daily life, on a treadmill, brushing your teeth, you know, 
you know, doing anything that you normally do is just is inviting him in that place. And I've even learned how to do that in the studio, on the basketball court. Like, God, I'm inviting you into this place. In this interview right now, God, this is your home, yeah. you know? And so, you know, he's everywhere. So why not um, be present with him? I love that. And it's critical, too, because, you know, we'll get in here and we'll start preaching because I'll be like, two touching the green now. now. It's like, this, this thing about Come to blow all the way up. So in that, in that process of, you talked about the studio and, and recording, right? This is Breakthrough Sound Studios, our, our friends and our family here. Shout out um, Breakthrough. Yes. Shout out Breakthrough. Charles and the, and the team, for sure. How, how's that process been going? Because we hear a lot of um, professional athletes, right. right? Wanting to be rappers and hip hop. Oh, I mean, some feel, I mean, we got Shaquille O'Neal, like, but if you don't <laughs> sit down and stop all that. So how do you kind of like break through um, yeah. that stigma of, right. uh, you used to hoop or you still hoop, but mm. now you want to, now you want to do hip hop? Like, right. what's those conversations like? Yeah. And it's simply being myself and being authentically who I am. You know, I'm not trying to portray an image. You know, this is, you see what you get. And for a long time, I didn't do music for that reason. You know, I've always kind of been like one mind track, like, you know, professional athlete, even though I had the gift of music, it was like, um, you know, people ain't gonna take me serious or, you know, let me just stay in my lane. And that's a, a faulty way of thinking. Cause if you got a gift that God has placed inside of you, you gotta, you gotta put it out there for people, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. So I know we talked, we were on IG Live. I don't know who, who, yeah. who checked out our IG Live a couple of weeks ago, but. That's my little girl. I know, I'm always gonna <laughs> That's my little girl. That's the, that's the baby. Yeah. Um, so you talked about those stories, right? So yeah. you getting into hip hop, why don't you just share with the audience that that process. Yeah, so that's interesting as you say that because actually my, my niece and my nephew are in the crowd today and they were a part of that journey with me even starting to do music. I was overseas at the time, I was living in France and I flew my family out there to be a part of that uh, process with me and just you know experience new things. And I heard the music that they would be listening to, and I literally was like, man, this is trash. Like, do y'all know what, I mean, the beats was fire, the songs was, you know, top charting songs, but like, what's the message? Right. And I'm asking them, and they're like, oh, I really don't know. It's just, you know, catchy. And that's how the enemy gets you, you know, by having catchy stuff, but we really not listening and paying attention to the words that being deposited in our spirits. So I was like, you know what, give me those beats, and I'm going to just, you know, remix them and put, you know, some God lyrics on those. And I said, it's going to be better than Roddy Rich. It's going to be better than Lil Baby. It's okay. going to be better than Megan Thee Stallion. It's going to be better than Cardi B. And it was like, nah, you can't do that. And they listened to it. It was like, yo, wow. And my sister, she out here in the crowd too, Aja, she was just like, yo, you need to really put this out there. And I was hesitant, like, ah, but that gets back to, like, if God's giving you something, he's giving yeah. you a gift, you have to share it with the world. Yeah, and we talked about that earlier. Like, you can, you can run, but just say, like, you can't hide. Right. And so those gifts, one way or another, have to be birthed. Right. Right. And so you're in, in men can birth too. I'm, I don't have any kids, but I've, I've given birth to a lot of uh, business yeah. babies out here. OK, <laughs> um, make sure you all follow Mossberry, by the way. Um, so in that birthing for you, because it, it could be mm. nerve wracking. Right. You're, there's fear involved. Like, man, what are people going to think about me now that I'm going to you know, put out an album, right. which is about to drop? Yes. Pretty yes, soon. This year, so this year. Um, in the process of, of all of that, how do you how does God and in your spirituality um, work in that process to understand like the truth in that? Because those thoughts are there. Yeah. Right. You hear that you hear people and what people got to say. But how does your relationship with God keep you grounded? And like, yeah. no, nah, this is. This is part of my purpose. This is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you brought up the word birthing because, you know, this 
past year, I got to watch my wife, wife go through that whole process of giving birth to our daughter Nyla. And like, that gave me so much more respect for women and just the whole birthing process because it is, you, you see the pain, you see the torment, you see the, like the turmoil, I should yeah. say, of going through that process to get something so beautiful. Like my daughter is like the most beautiful thing I've ever laid my eyes on, but I saw what it took to, to get that. And it's like, man, I don't know if I would, you know, want to go through that, but, and then she, she wants to go through it again, Ooh, God willing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, but um, it's it's a it's to get to that beautiful destination or whatever you know God has really put in your heart to do. It's a process to get yeah. there, you know. And so just going through that process, it hasn't been easy. Like you know, and we talked about this, and you guys talked about that in the, in the um, last session about you know we post the highs and what everything looks like, but. You know, that's why this space is so important and needed because it's like, this has been one of the toughest years. Like people see me doing a lot of things, but the transition, you know, into fatherhood, into, you know, different business, um, you know, endeavors, it's, it hasn't been easy. Especially as you know, starting something new and right. you're birthing something, it's like, it might look good on the outside, but like, man, it takes a lot lot um, to get that thing up and running. Yeah, it is. And I and knowing you, like at least working with you in this new season that we're in with, with Futureland, shout out to Futureland. Y'all can get your, your new tickets at Futureland.com or FuturelandCLE.com on early bird special. Um, but learning you in this in another capacity, I think is, is really key because the first time we talked was like, yeah, I need I need to know more, right? Because a lot of people can just like bring you on to something and be like, oh, Trey, we just want Trey because Trey's Trey. He's going to bring that influence and he's going to show up. Um, but you've been really intentional even in this process. It's like, Alicia, you know, what is it you need from me? Like, let's have a conversation. Um, I can do this. I can, I can give this. I can, I can contribute this way. And it's those type of people I feel like really are in alignment with where they're going because if not, you would just be cool. Uh, on the backstage, and that's how you know you're also being an athlete, like, no, nah, I'm not coming off the bench. Like, so that mentality, how does that help you kind of in your day-to-day -day now of, um, you know, having that, that competitive drive, but shifting it into now your creativity as an artist, your creativity as a father, as a husband, and those other elements of who you are now? It doesn't leave you. Being an athlete, you know, for all these years, my whole life, that's all I've known is compete, give your best, show up, you know, work together as a team. Cause you know, the, the good thing about basketball is a team sport. Yeah. So you realize your success is directly, you know, about the people who are around you. You know, if you got good people around you, you're gonna have success. If it's people slacking on your team or a bad apple, it's, it's, it's gonna affect you as a whole. So uh, I just apply everything that I've learned in sports and every endeavor. And, um, you know, a lot of athletes struggle transitioning, but for me, it's been, uh, it's been a struggle for me as well. But I think just knowing that there is more to offer than than sports, you know, I have I have more to offer than right. sports, and it's time to let people see and know that. Yeah, I love that. I, I want to pull this out of you a little bit before okay. we before we Let's wrap and it. you burn up the stage. But one thing I I've admired about your story is how vulnerable you are with it. Right, you don't hide from your past. You don't hide from their environment and what um, the NBA comes with, what the persona comes with. So. In this space now, you're talking with the youth. I mean, that's part of your passion. You have a foundation. How are you using your story now to help 
um, create a trajectory for younger men, younger women, um, to, to not go down those those lanes that you might have um, entertained in the, in the past? Yeah, no, that's good because uh, when I look at them and I speak to kids a lot and I try to imagine what would I have wanted somebody to tell me, you know, when I was sitting in there in those, in those seats. Because at one point in time, I was sitting in those seats and I, and I wish I had a, a pro athlete to come back and tell me the real, you right. know. Um, and so the biggest thing for me is understanding in this journey that I've learned, like my identity isn't in what I do, but it's in who I am. Yeah. You know, and that's just the biggest thing that I can I can stress to them because for so long many years people have you know just labeled me as an athlete and I fell into it like yeah I am an athlete so I'm gonna do what the athletes do and now like no understanding that I'm a child of God mm -hmm. so I'm gonna do what God tells me to yeah. do and it and, and you can still have success in all these other endeavors music sports you know business finance any any um, area God is in that. You know, because right. he he is the creator of all things, and and so just tapping into that has really helped me to understand, you know, my true identity. I love it, and I think that that piece about the true identity, you some people don't find it right here. You're how old for for the thirty? Thirty. 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 So it's a pivotal year for me. A lot of people don't yeah. find that. And that's all, also you can talk about Jesus, right? Jesus mm -hmm. walk at thirty to thirty three. Yeah. Um, so now having at the age that you are, I know your parents are extremely proud of you and yeah. the man that they helped raise, um, but now giving that to, to younger men, and I'm a huge advocate for, for the youth as well. Um, but you said something recently when we were on live was um, the energy, and I'll call it, I'll call it like what the world would say, uh, the drug that you, the adrenaline that you got from hooping, like you said the last shot, right? I, uh, I had I had some of those moments. It wasn't the last shot, uh, but it was you know some 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 solid hits back in right. my softball days for okay. sure. Um, but you you're saying that you rediscover that now in music. Um, a lot of people don't ever rediscover yeah. that adrenaline, that rush, that right. that vibe. I mean, we, the the great you know rest in peace of Kobe Bryant. But he always talked about that drive. And when he had to retire, where would that drive? What would that drive become now? And so you finding that in music is yeah. a huge blessing and I just wanted to celebrate that and I want you to talk a little bit about that because a lot of people only get that in one thing in life yeah and now you're experiencing and I'm sure you get that same drive when you pick up your daughter yeah right yeah. And, and talk about just talk about what you feel when you're on stage or even in the recording studio now that may be similar to what you were experiencing on the court yeah, it's, it's a direct investment to people's lives. That's what I see as music. You know, basketball, a team sport, a beautiful game that I've, you know, played my whole life and still enjoy playing it to this day. But it's nothing like being able to directly speak into somebody's soul, you know. And that's what music allows. That's why music is so powerful. Everybody in here listens to music, yeah. you know. Um, not everybody may be a basketball fan, um, but but everybody is impacted in some shape or form by music and it's so powerful and to know that the enemy knows that too, you know, and so he tries to use it, but like, no, um, I have an opportunity, you know, to use it to glorify God, and that's that's why I do it, um, and I do that in every aspect of my life. I try to, to the best of my ability, but music just has a way to really impact people's lives, you know, and so that's what I hope to do today when you allow me to perform on this stage, so I just, I appreciate it. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna tear it up. So, so funny story real quick, when I was section trade this week, he's like, yo, so what about a band? I'm like, <laughs> Bro, we like two days out. You want to talk about a whole band? Whole like, band. He's like, no, for real. Like, I think a band would be, be fire. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. Bet. I talked to Charles. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm part of the band. <laughs> it came together. 
So I, I love that visionary piece, though, and that's when you know you're connected with people in alignment, where someone can take your vision, like, yeah, I want you to perform. And I gave you, I, I painted a, a good picture of what I want to create with you the did. show. And, and then someone to bring something back and be like, yo, what about a band with it? I'm just like, those are the people, when I, when I wanted to share about that, it's like, those are the people that you want to connect with. Yeah. Is it could take your vision and bring their vision yeah. and make a bigger, more impactful experience. Yeah. And that's part of what I feel like we're creating and the others that contribute today and, and just the teams that are coming around us. It gave me chills because yeah. a lot of my prayer was like, God, send the people. Like You've given us the vision. You've given all of us the send. vision. But where are the people, right? Where are the, it says the, and I, I'm not a scripture quoter. I won't tell you the chapter in, in the verse, but I'll let you know. It talks about the laborers are few. Mm -hmm. The workers are few. Yeah. And I believe that that's what we're feeling. And what people yeah. walk away here tonight is to feel that synergy, yeah. feel that spirit of love and light that when one or two link together, the force multiplication that yes. comes from that yes. and the labor that went in this and, and the continues that go in that. I just want to thank you mm -hmm. for, for continuing to push that vision with us. Yeah. Um, but as we as we wrap that, uh, I wanted to make sure that you share your pure message. Okay. I, like I said, I, I always love to, to end the episodes with a pure message. And, and what's that pure message from, from you, Trey? Right before I get this pure message, I do want to just thank you for creating this space. And uh, I've, I've been able to work with you now in some different you know, endeavors and seeing the different hats that you put on. And it just amazes me that you are, how comfortable you are in your own skin. And just like being a boss, being, uh, but just knowing who you are and still able to um, be so graceful and, and do everything that you do with love. And I'm sure the audience can feel it. I can feel it. So I just wanted to say I appreciate you. you. And that really is the message. Yeah. Give her a round of applause, y'all. Appreciate it. Trey sees me in a whole nother light. Like yeah. we be in the we be in the boardroom with Trey. I'm just like, you know, if they don't come into this meeting on time, like we out of here. So it's definitely a different energy. Yeah. And that's why I think like we're so multifaceted. Yeah. And purpose, like a lot of people try to focus on one purpose, but God is the ultimate creator. Yeah. God created everything that has life. So we're not just designed to create one thing. We're not designed to just have one purpose. And that's what I believe that's I'm finally good. discovering is, and I can say the same for you in your walk is like, nah, I'm good at this. Like I can hoop, but I can also play music. And, and I can also be great with the kids. And I can, like, we don't have to box ourselves. Imagine if God boxed himself in and said, right. no, I'm just gonna make daytime. Right. That's just right. day. That's all we need is light. Like right. light all day. Can you imagine how like, We'll be dark out yeah. here. It was just light all day. <laughs> right. So I think it's like for us to really narrow in on that creation piece. And I was just like, I have, I celebrated my 31st birthday last weekend, y'all. So happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. And one thing God showed me, he was like, I wanted to celebrate how far God brought me. It wasn't even about me so much. It was like the walk, the journey. And God was like, you haven't even really started to create yet. And I'm like, what? He was like, we just getting out of survival. That's deep. So now in this path, it's like you broke through those curses. Mm -hmm. And when you break through, they're not coming back. Yeah. They're not. So now it's just like, wow, now there's a freedom that's like, I can breathe and now I can also give life. Yeah. We're giving life. That's what you're giving through your music. That's what you're giving through your children, your family. You're yeah. giving life. Micah's nice. giving life on the radio. And that's why really all hell and all darkness tries to disrupt our mind. Yeah. You encouraged me today. You was like, you know, don't be discouraged. Yep. Darkness is trying to discourage you today. Don't be discouraged. Because I encouraged. felt it too. You know, it's like, no, yeah. but we, and this is what's happening here, is like something really powerful and transformational is occurring with the linkage mm -hmm. 
So I'll stop because you know I'll, you, I'll, 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 I'll go. It. But I want I you to it. talk about your. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about your pure message yeah. that you want to leave the audience with. Well, just based off the conversation, what I feel the Lord leading me to say right now is the time is now. Is this the camera to look at yep. right here? The time is now. You know, it's not time to wait. Um, but the only what we're talking about up here is 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 something you only find with having a true and real relationship with God. It's not going to be found in the things that you do or, you know, how much you can uh, amass and, you know, everything that you can attain in this world. But it's about who you know. And when you really know the Father, you can have a peace that passes all understanding. And, you know, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he's trying to destroy your life and all of our life. Uh, but the word says that Christ came to give you life more abundant, a full life. And that's what I'm experiencing once I gave him my, my all. And so the time is now to give God your all. That's, that's the message, simple and plain. Man. Straight from the heart, straight from the heart. I appreciate you and value you as, as a brother now in this space as we navigate these elements yeah. um, of creativity. Um, but I just wanted to just, if you had any last things that you want to share with people can follow you at, what, what's, what's up next? What can people expect? Yeah, so the biggest thing now is just on YouTube. You can follow me, Trey Lou Official. That's T-R-E-Y-L-E-W Official. And you cannot forget to follow me and my wife, the new Lou crew. The um, new Lou crew. Yeah, Let's go. follow us. We're starting to be, you know, more consistent with content. So that'll be W. You can follow us. And uh, I got to plug my book. My book, Peace yes. to Perform, it's my first book that I uh, wrote. It is a devotional for athletes. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I haven't officially released it yet, but it's coming out, Peace to Perform. I love it. You guys give Trey a round of applause one more time. Thank you again for, for blessing the, the yes. show. Um, you guys have been tuned in to Moss Ratio. Again, I'm your host, Alicia Larry Ellis, and we bring more light everywhere through Heart to Heart Conversations. This is episode 80. You guys don't want to miss. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on live. And Trey's going to go ahead and blow up the stage. So. Let's get it, y'all. Let's have some fun. I appreciate y'all. Trey Lewis, y'all. Trey Lewis. Alicia.